When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartland Podcast. I am your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths. So today we are going to focus on intellectual boundaries. Now, this one I find to be really useful when you are focused on personal development or if you're wanting to achieve certain goals or anything like that. I think it's really important to have intellectual boundaries. So this relates to ideas, thoughts, things you may be curious about, any type of new habits or anything that you want to start focusing on, your own personal opinions, things like that. Those are intellectual boundaries. We will cover how your intellectual boundaries play a role and the workplace, dating, friends and family, and strangers, of course. And we'll also cover examples of violations of intellectual boundaries and what you can do to protect those boundaries as well. So let's talk about intellectual boundaries in the workplace. Now, this can be actually going to a job or even just with your business. So I will focus on both just to cover whoever is listening. So let's say in the workplace, you have some ideas on what it is you want to bring to the workplace. And you go to share that, you're very open about it. And what happens when someone heavily criticizes you or they don't like your ideas? Does that make you feel a certain way, right? Or let's say you have something that you really want to work on and you want to get someone else's opinion on it so you go to share it. Now, all of a sudden, it's starting to become bigger than what it is. Other people are paying attention to it. They're bringing it up. And it can be really difficult to start actually focusing on what you want to achieve because you're so busy trying to actually set the boundary now because you maybe shared something with people that you shouldn't have in the workplace. When it comes to business ideas, maybe you have an idea for a new business or you want to start progressing in an entrepreneurial way and you need someone to bounce ideas off of. Who do you go to to share that information with? It's really important to have someone that you can trust or someone else that understands the business because If someone doesn't, they may give you ill advice and it can affect the way that you perceive your own ideas and the way that you go after pursuing your dreams. So those are some ideas or scenarios where intellectual boundaries play a role. When it comes to dating, let's say you're getting to know a person and you share things that you're curious about or just ideas that you have or your own personal opinions And 
how does that person respond to that? Are they judgmental to your ideas? Do they criticize you? Or are they open and receptive to what you have to say? Are you the same way? Whenever you hear ideas from other people, how do you respond when you're listening to their ideas? In dating, it can be a touchy subject, even though this may not always come up because maybe you're more focused on building an intimate connection, but maybe it does. Maybe you're more of the intellectual type and you like to talk about big ideas. If you have someone that's not on the same page, it can be difficult to really build a strong connection. What about with friends and family? Now, I think this is a big place where intellectual boundaries play a role because naturally with your friends and your family, because you're so close, typically you share similar values or you share similar experiences or similar mindsets or ways of thinking. But when you start to evolve and learn new things and go in new directions, you may have some ideas or opinions that differ from your friends or your family. So how do you handle that in that scenario? How do you handle being able to still be close to the people you love, the people you care about, the people that have been in your life for a long time, and now you're thinking differently than they are. Are they still respectful of your boundaries and your ideas and your thoughts? Or do they attach you to the ideas? Do you attach yourself to your ideas? Whenever you share an opinion or an idea, is it difficult for you to debate and to compare ideas because you have put so much of your personal self into it. You're personally bonded to the idea or the opinions that you have. So now when people disagree with that, sometimes it can feel very personal. So that is a thought to take in account as well. Now, what about with strangers? Now, this is the biggest place where intellectual boundaries play a role. People that we don't know, that have a strong opinion about something. Now, years ago, this wasn't so much of a big deal, but now it is. People have become way more polarized with their ideas than ever right now. Maybe it's political ideas. Maybe it's opinions on diet. Maybe it's opinions on lifestyle. Maybe it's opinions on sexual identity. Maybe it's opinions on sexual preferences. Maybe it's opinions on being more conservative, more liberal, or religion. There's so many ideas because everyone is identifying themselves with an idea. And they make it about who they are. So whenever we attach ourselves to those ideas, it becomes a part of our egos. And that can create a lot of conflict, a lot of disagreement, a lot of combativeness between opposing ideas between people. Years ago, it just used to be a bit more fluid or there used to be more people in the middle or people that were not so involved or wrapped up in different ideas or opinions that they focused more on just 
their connection, or maybe they were afraid to really share themselves or share their opinion. So times have changed, but I think with strangers, this is where intellectual boundaries really comes into place. Now, what I want to say is that even though you can have ideas, you can have different beliefs, you can have different thoughts or opinions, harmful expression that offends you should never be tolerated, such as, you know, racism, sexism, hatred of any sort never needs to be negotiated. Okay, that is an instant (laughs) violation of boundaries. So while it's healthy to express your ideas, express your thoughts and your beliefs and your opinions, it should not come to the result of harming or creating a harmful environment that attacks someone's identity or attacks something that is about someone that they can't really change, right? And even if they can change it, who are we to judge whether or not they should or shouldn't, you know? So just keep everything very peaceful. And I believe that we can have different ideas, we can have different opinions and thoughts, but we don't have to be nasty or rude or mean to people. I would love for people to have healthy conversations where we can learn about the differences between ideas and, oh, that's how you think, interesting, this is how I think, without getting offended or defensive about something so that everyone can learn from each other and not have to agree. I think that would be a really powerful place. If we could ever get there, that would be amazing. So what are some examples of violations of intellectual boundaries? This is going to be insults, insults of ideas and beliefs, ridicule for ideas, doubts in a critical way. If someone starts putting you down after you share an idea with someone, how does that make you feel? Let's say you have an idea for a new business or an invention of some sort. And they go, uh, that's never going to do well. You think you can do that? Mm. Okay, that never works out. Maybe they think they're coming from a helpful place but it's really violating your intellectual boundary. You see, you've taken so much time or a person has taken so much time researching, learning, becoming attached to these different ideas. Maybe it makes them feel excited. Maybe it sparks that curiosity, whatever. And it starts to form the way that they perceive things. It's a big part of them. So to have another person come in and ridicule that or say, oh, that's dumb or I don't, because they don't get it, right? That is a violation. So if anyone has ever insulted, 
your thoughts, your ideas, your opinions, and you're just openly expressing yourself. You're not bringing harm to anyone. You're not telling another person that they're wrong. You're just sharing things that you like or things that you enjoy. And all of a sudden they come with some negative feedback or unsolicited feedback. Or worse, they start actually trying to change the way you think about something when that was never the objective of the conversation. That is an example of violating your intellectual boundaries. So if you ever feel agitated or annoyed or bothered by someone in that instance, that's why. What about when you set goals for yourself and you're like, I really want to do this. I really want to learn this new thing. I really want to start a new career this way. I really want to become this person. You know how much courage that takes? Do you know how much courage it takes to start thinking differently and then wanting to take the steps to apply that so that you can change your reality? And someone steps in to create doubt in you To doubt that you'll ever be able to do the thing that you want to do. Yeah, it's pretty violating. But sometimes people are so wrapped up in their own belief system of what they know they're not capable of achieving that they just put that on you. So it's really important for you to stay strong whenever you're wanting to learn something new or anything like that, especially when it's very fresh. So how do you handle this type of thing? How do you handle protecting your intellectual values, your ideas, your thoughts, goals, ambitions? How do you protect that? Personally, I have always thrived by moving in silence. Now, in the past, there have been a couple of times where I've met people and they kind of convinced me that I should just start sharing my ideas. I should start sharing what it is that I really want to do to maybe keep me accountable or to motivate me because after that, after I say it, now it's more real or to learn to trust people more. And while I totally understood where they were coming from, that was not what worked for me. That worked for them. Maybe they struggled with intrinsic motivation. Maybe they struggled to be accountable for themselves. But that wasn't my problem. And now the moment I started sharing my ideas and just some thoughts I would have or maybe a new business venture, all of a sudden, they start throwing all these questions at me. They start asking me more and more about it. Did you finish this? Well, are you doing that? Well, are you doing this? How's that going? And it's like, oh my gosh, I wish I never said anything. Because when you decide to just put it out there for people, one 
you're going to become less involved in what it is you're wanting to achieve and less involved with creating a bond with that goal because now you're going to be focused on protecting it more. Now you're worried if they're going to steal that idea. Oh, are they going to share with someone else? Oh, what do they really think of it? Or, oh, I better do something. Are they going to think I'm a failure? All of these other things start coming into play that have nothing to do with the actual intention. So for me, moving in silence has always been the best protocol to protect my intellectual boundaries. Staying quiet, keeping it to myself, allowing for myself to nurture the bond with my ideas, nurture the bond with my goals and the things I want to achieve. I am so protective of my thoughts and my ideas that believe it or not, there are still several people that I do not share my podcast with. There are several people I don't share my social media with because I don't want certain energy to come in and create a different type of relationship with what I have. Perfect strangers, I could care less, right? There's, there's no attachment to them. Okay, people I know, people I know that I'm going to see, people I know that I will interact with on a regular basis, they're going to be more inclined to talk to me more, ask me more questions, share their two cents, all of that. I don't want that. I want to be able to focus on the things that I enjoy and nurture that so that I can really bond with it and it makes me feel free. I don't have any pressure. I don't have anyone ask me a million questions. I can just focus my own energy and my own power. And for me, I'd rather just show up and say, hey, you know, actions speak louder than words. So that is a lesson for me to follow my own boundary system. (laughs) You have to protect those ideas. Okay. Now, some people are different. Some people, they don't have that issue, right? Some people are like, no, I need an accountability partner. I need someone to help me. I need to talk it out, whatever. I do think it is helpful to have someone who really, really understands what it is that you're wanting to achieve so that you can grow and learn from one another. You can share ideas. I think that's totally healthy. I think that's okay. But to share with anyone completely unrelated, someone that's not going to get it, someone that's not in tune with you is a sin to your ideas. Don't do it. (laughs) The next thing to do is that whenever you do share your ideas, you share your thoughts, your curiosity, have that confidence when you're speaking about it. If you go in talking to others and you're just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of like this. I was kind of thinking about doing this, but I don't know. If you're going in, in this very insecure delivery, that's going to open the window for people to 
give more negative responses or try to change your thoughts because they feel and they can sense that there's some room or some hesitation that they can infiltrate your ideas with their ideas. So whenever you share an idea about something, speak confidently about it and others will be less inclined to try to change your mind or debate with you. If they do debate with you on it, do you feel comfortable enough to continue on? Or you can say, you know, this is just my idea. I'm not trying to debate about it. I was just sharing something that was important with me. We can move on and talk about something else. Disengage the emotion. So like I mentioned before, sometimes we can attach ourselves, our worth, our everything into our ideas when we're sharing information with people. But I want you to try to pull back and just separate emotion from the idea so that when you're having conversations with other people, you're not going in emotionally charged, right? So you don't get defensive right away. You're like, this is just what I feel. These are my ideas. These are my beliefs. Cool. If you like them, great. If you don't, it has nothing to do with me. So disengage your emotions from your ideas. Share what it means to you. So sometimes people just think of the things that you do as however they perceive them. They have no actual connection or relationship to what it is that you are relating to. They don't know what that really means to you, how you got to that place, what you love about it, what you like about it. What is the value in it for you? They don't know that. They don't understand that. They just look at the very tip of the iceberg and they can easily go in with a judgmental opinion. But when you express, this is what it really means to me. A lot of times what's at the tip of the iceberg is very far from what's below the surface. Sometimes there's a much, much deeper meaning behind the idea and how we got to the place of forming an attachment to those thoughts. So share what it means to you. If you are having a conversation with someone and they're like, well, why are you into that? Or what is the point of that? That's when you can share what it means to you. So this is how intellectual boundaries are. Essentially, it's protecting your mind, protecting your mental thoughts, protecting all of that. So again, if you ever feel like someone is criticizing you, they're judging you, you know, they have a negative tone and they're coming at you in just a hateful way because of how you think. Remember that that is a violation of your intellectual boundaries. So if it bothers you, if you feel agitated after having a certain conversation with someone, that they may have tapped onto a thought or idea or goal or something that's important to you, something that you hold value of, they may have violated a boundary surrounding that. So I hope that you enjoyed that. I 
really actually love this topic because I think this is the one thing that I've been able (laughs) to kind of master a bit more than all the other stuff. Because why? It's in my head, right? Nobody has to know what I'm thinking, right? People ask you questions like, oh, what's going on in this? Nope, I'm not telling you anything. So that I can say I'm actually pretty good at. The other stuff, I'm still working on it. But, um, you know, your curiosity, what you like, your ideas, your thoughts, they can be sacred to you. And as much as sometimes we want to share that, we want to share those things with people, you have to make sure you're picking the right people to share it with. Also, don't go sharing or blasting out on social media your ideas. And please, please don't share that you're setting boundaries. Don't share with people your boundaries journey. Don't share with people how you're creating better boundaries. Okay? Because now we've opened up Pandora's box (laughs) for them to test those boundaries as much as they want to because now it's going to become a game. So you don't need to talk about it. Don't talk about it. Just be about it. Know your boundaries for yourself and start applying them and keep it moving. Okay? So I hope that you enjoyed this. Definitely stay tuned for more. Up next, I will cover more on spiritual boundaries and how we can add some more protection around our spirituality. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, we are here on Tuesdays and Saturdays at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Heartblend Podcast.